Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Mark Jackson, Jason Miller, and Aaron Wace. Coming up on TMS, TMS Math. A lot of TMS is in there. Yeah. Santa's webinar. Night at the Jamba Juice. Yokiero copyright. Nunchucks. Not just for chucking nuns. Blizzkasoft. Extracurricular Halloweenies. <laughs> Wires not impervious to skizzers. A juice at the Roxbury. Sorry, Jeannie, I had to say it the way it was written. Porky pig in it. Unequivocally. The right deft hand. Stupid. Why'd you get all these? It's funny. All the ones I, I like, they're all non words of the ones I'm saying. <laughs> it's gin o'clock in Ireland. Wendy Dunford, Gun for Hire, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Where you going, Susie? To spend the night at Kathy's. Bet you're excited. A little scared, too, Milton. I've never slept away from home. That's only natural. I was nervous my first night here. Really? Sure. I didn't know if you'd like Kellogg's Pop Tarts, but you did. Especially all that real fruit filling and delicious frostings. Milton, did you ever stay at a friend's house? Nope. Couldn't find an extension cord long enough. <laughs> There's a lot of good inside Kellogg's Pop Tarts toaster pastries. I got a whole leg coated with Neosporin. <laughs> The Morning Stream. Two weeks. There's no such thing as two weeks in the news business. Greetings and welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for October 26th. It's a Thursday and it's 2023. I'm Scott and that's Brian. Hi. Hello, Scott. Yeah, we're getting real close to the spooky day. We got a Halloween coming up Tuesday. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. 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 I know. It's uh we got we got uh, lots of stuff coming up. Obviously we got a very spooky edition of Playdate, which really won't be that spooky because it's no. gonna be uh Jackbox, but yeah. But but it will be in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are you uh do you have any extracurricular parties planned or any kind of Halloween y <laughs> stuff? No. No. We're we're basically going to uh Oh, you know what? Gosh, it falls on a Tuesday. It just dawned on me, and that's usually trivia night. Um, oh, I'll I bet they do it go. up at the trivia thing, right, or at the if bar? If they do it, I want to go. Yeah, I mean, uh, it means probably getting egged, but uh, I'm okay. Turning the turning <laughs> the house lights off and uh, yeah. and going and playing trivia. I'm yeah. kind of fine with that. Why not? House lights off, no bowl of candy. Go do your thing. Take go Halloween thing. back, exactly. Brian. Take it back. Be a kid again. <laughs> 
I don't know what we're doing. We're probably going to be... We're taking it back. We're taking it back. I know Van... So Van's neighborhood that they live in is kind of boring. So they're going to come over here and he's in his big astronaut outfit. We'll probably walk around here a couple of laps Mm -hmm. and then park our butts and give out... I don't know. I don't think we're doing anything else. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. a movie later that night or something. I don't know. I don't like it when it's on a Tuesday. It feels weird to me. I like weekend Halloweens. That's my I favorite. I do too. Yeah, I'm with you. It's like, oh, you know, let the let the kids uh, let the kids go out, you know, and stay out late and not have to worry about school the next day. And plus, it's going to be like 50 degrees here. It's going to mm-hmm. be, uh, mm-hmm. oh, what's your what's your costume? It's a parka. <laughs> it's a it's, it's a coat That's... my mom made me wear. Exactly. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. No, you're not wrong. And um, it's going to be cold here as well. And uh, I just think that you could do a thing like they do with with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving isn't a particular day. It's the fourth Thursday of November, right? Right, right. So do like fourth Friday of October is Halloween. Why don't we do that? Why are we not? Why do we not do that with almost all holidays? Christmas, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Christmas is annoying when it's on like a Sunday or something. Like oh, I, Sunday Christmas, I don't mind, but it's like Wednesday Christmas. Yeah. feels really dumb to me. You yeah, know? that seems dumb. Sunday, for whatever reason, like a Christmas Eve on a Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Give it give it to me all day long. But, but uh, oh, yeah, Tuesday night's Christmas Eve. like, no, oh, really? That feels like, um, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. So Santa will be out as soon as he wraps up his webinar yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's got a TED talk in San Jose. He's going to be late. Exactly. As soon as he as soon as he finishes that <laughs> presence, totally happening. But before that, yeah, Santa's got a webinar. Well, I let's just say me if I'm Santa, I have a webinar for everybody real quick about a tasty treat for the for folks Ooh. looking for less sugar in their lives. Okay. Okay. All right. Do you have Roxbury there? The the chain of uh, juicing places, juicer joints. No, like a, it's like a Jamba Juice, but but called Roxbury Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a night of the rock. No, it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's, you it's basically and you order, place your order like this. <laughs> yeah. They want to know how many yeah, it's for ounces. So when you're like 24 ounce, you got to do 24 of those. 24. Yeah. The, oh, jeez. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's a lot. People are in line a long time. Um, no, it is like Jamba juice. It's a lot like that. Okay. And, All um, right. we went there yesterday to get Carter, one of these flu busters. She's, she's fine. Oh, it sure. just makes her feel better. Um, that, yeah, a little vitamin C going. Yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah, and it's got it's really citrusy and I don't know helps clear her nose and that sort of thing. Anyway, uh, so we go to get her one of those, and I notice on the menu my favorite one when I was when I when devil may care about sugar intake was this peanut butter blast thing they made, and it was basically okay. a peanut butter shake, but. Yeah. At a juice place, so there's no fruit in it. It's just like there's peanut, peanut butter. You know, it's basically a peanut butter smoothie. Sure, and sure. Uh, you know some banana and other stuff in there. Really good. I used to love them, but they're just chock full of sugar. We go there yesterday, and on the menu they've got. It's the only one too that has a light version of it. It's not 100 okay. percent sugar free, but it's way, way, way less. I think the sugar may only come from the banana or something. Sure, just and, natural uh, sugars, banana sugars, and it's so good. It's as good as the other one. It's so good, really, yeah, really. Or maybe I may be. So I don't really do sugar anymore. So when I have, it's gotten to the point where 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 artificial sweeteners or even just stuff that's like naturally sweetened tastes hundred percent fine to me and as good as anything I ever used to. I'm sure if I had the sugar one, I would go, oh well. Objectively, the sugar one is better, sure, of course. But I'm so, so used to it that 
it didn't matter, and it was so good. Oh so look at you right now. By the way, Roxbury's tagline is the best smoothies in Utah. So well, shoot. Oh, but they shit. do have they do have a, loca- a couple locations in Idaho, which mm. are still the best smoothies in Utah. <laughs> but their peanut butter blast is uh, almond milk, peanut butter, chocolate, bananas, and non-fat frozen yogurt. This sounds okay. amazing. Yeah, it is good. So cho- the chocolate. Did you see what they put in as far as chocolate? Was it syrup? Was it powder? Uh, didn't like didn't see. Can we did the drive up so we couldn't see how they made it? But I think it's. Uh, I think it's dark chocolate instead of milk chocolate. Mm, okay, yeah. And is- there was something else they said on the menu, and I can't remember what it, what it was. This this sounds amazing. Now, um, there's a Jamba. Uh, the closest Jamba I can think of is probably Boulder. I'm sure there's something closer than that to me. But a couple blocks away is Into Juice. Mm. Which I don't know if they just thought they were being funny, like, "Hey, are you into juice? Yeah, I'm into juice. Are you into juice? Like, like." Uh, I bet they did, know. dude. I bet that is exactly how that name came around. I think so. But they make an incredible uh, smoothie called the um, the Sunset Beach, which is like watermelon juice mixed with um, uh, like peach sorbet and and then fruit. They dump dump a ton of fruit in there and stuff, and it's amazing. Mm. I'll bet they do one of these too, like a peanut butter blast. They this probably looks do. Incredible! Yeah. It's so good, dude. For real. Yeah. So until I guess y'all have to get it in Utah or parts of Idaho, but uh, hopefully other places have it. If you do get it though, and you can get the light version, tell me if I'm wrong. It tastes to me. It tastes as good, and I devoured it. I was like, oh, I never get this sort of stuff anymore. Ob nom 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 nom. <laughs> and it tasted as good as the other one ever did to me. So nice, fantastic. I'm looking right now at the uh, the menu for the Into Juice by me. Let's see, Into Juice. Um, oh my god, Into Juice. Yeah, I know. I like Banana juice too, and I'm in, I'm into it. You know, I understand where they're coming from. I just don't think I'd use it as my name. But just whatever. For, <laughs> I'm just gonna look for a peanut. There we go. They're chocolate-nutter. Oh. Fat-free milk, banana, chocolate, peanut butter, vanilla, non-fat, frozen yogurt. The chocolate-nutter is the, is the peanut blast or whatever it peanut is. Peanut butter blast. Uh, that's it. That's totally yeah, it. that's it right there. I'm ordering one of these. You should get one. They're really good. You will not be disappointed. Cool. All right. I'm a sucker for peanut butter-based things anyway. So yeah. If you came to me with cookies and said, all right, you have a choice. Here's chocolate chip. Here's this other kind. Here's three other kinds. And here's peanut butter cookies i'm taking the peanut butter cookies mm-hmm. yeah nutter butter is uh, unequivocally my unequivocally unequivocally my unequivocally favorite? unequivocally disputedly my favorite uh cookie <laughs> we'll just we'll just uh, we'll just uh watch out for, we'll just avoid that landmine i'll do it unequivocally you uh you've porky pigged it there at the end i like it unequivocally uh, anyway, go get one. They're really good. All right. Cool. Uh, speaking of fluids, uh, Brian and yeah. his Blake, uh, Blake, his breaks. Yeah. Notice uh, I corrected your spelling of breaks, by the way. Yeah, I know. That was good. Um, <laughs> you got, you had some, remember you were supposed to bleed your breaks or everybody was talking I, about uh, it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I remember that somebody claimed I was supposed to bleed my breaks. Mm-hmm. But, and then a bunch uh, of people countered the- it. A bunch of people oh, countered it, including, well, we'll let this guy, his is a little more nuanced, which is why I'm using his call. We got like 50 of these. All right. I'm only playing one. Sorry to everyone else. His was the most concise. One of them was five and a half minutes. I can't play those. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Sire sent me a few paragraphs and, uh, and, uh, it was, it was glorious. I yeah. love, I love Bronco's, uh, oh, he, he's verbose, that guy. He can say something. He stuff. is. Anyway, here is that. Hey, Scott and Brian. Uh, this is Racer951Y. Hey, the person emailing about the bleeding the brakes is right, but if Brian only pushed the pad back and didn't 
crack open the system. He didn't need to breathe the brakes. The pumping of the brakes was just reseeding the pistons from the caliper onto the pads and making contact. It's just a normal thing. If you, as long as you don't open the system up, the hydraulic part of the system, you don't need to re-bleed your brakes every time. Now, you're supposed to change out your brake fluid every five years, but that's a different thing. Love the show, though. Bye. All right. Some yeah. good level-headed advice there. And he also said Very, bleed the Blakes at one point in there. He like, did say bleed the Blakes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It's hard uh, which not my to. friend Blake will uh, find very amusing. <laughs> yeah, no, I never I never disconnected the hose from the caliper system. And that really is the definitive definitive question. Did you take uh, did you take off the hose? Basically, here's when you know you need to bleed the brakes. Do you have a pool of brake fluid underneath mm, your car? Mm, no, then mm. you don't need to bleed your then brakes. You're, then you're good. Okay. That seems like good advice. I'm going to take it next time I don't do this manually because I never will. <laughs> so Chicken Schmitz in the tadpole, or in the yeah, in the tadpole says that's also a good time to change your blinker fluid. Um, it's a great joke, Chicken Schmitz. My roommate. Uh, so for a while, I had a couple roommates just out of college that were a married couple that um, hated each other. Let's oh. just uh, just let's just not even mince words. Um, wow. They uh, yeah, they were they were always very angry at each other. They stayed um, in the house, actually, with Tina in a while while they were getting resettled and stuff like that, and it was like Fight City and all that stuff. Were they recently uh, married? Like, young married? or what They was were it? young married, yeah. Okay. They married really, really early on, and they divorced really early on, and they stopped talking to each other forever really, really early on. Wow. Fun. Um, but at one point, he convinced her that she needed to change the air in her tires, and she actually went to oh, a gas station emptied out like basically held the little button in on her tires or did whatever like the little you know how on the back of the the air the thing that has the air there's a little tab where you can lower the pressure she emptied out each tire and refilled each one oh (laughs) this is before this was what uh 90 89 or 90 i guess and uh um, this is before you had to go to one of those things and pay uh, $2 for five minutes of air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, dude, I used to love getting free air. That was awesome. It should yeah. still be true. It should, should still be free. It should but, still okay. be free. But they, okay, let me understand this. Yes. Yes. Is it this sort of thing is why they hated each other? Because that is the meanest prank to play on somebody. <laughs> I mean, this wasn't, this wasn't, this was indicative of, of um, who he was. But he, uh, yeah, he just, he was a very, at the time, a very self-centered, full of himself kind of guy. And she was demure and mousy and he thought he could change her. And, uh, and you, you you'll learn in relationships, you can't change the person that you marry or that you, that your relationship to be who you want to be. You have to basically accept them for who they are and love them for who they are. Um, and that's on Therapy Thursday. That's our show, everybody. Yeah, Thanks. Good night, everyone. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Coverville at one. Uh, in court that's right, five. Exactly. But uh, yeah, no, this you know that's probably that's probably an example of who he was as a person that made them split up. But it wasn't. That that specific event wasn't something because she did kind of laugh about it once he, well, once some time went by. <laughs> well, that is one of those stories you have to have time go by before you can laugh at it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would be so pissed if I was her. Yeah. But it actually sounds like if you really don't know and you're kind of new to yeah. car stuff and everything, it yeah. sounds real. 
Like you can't have the same air in your tires for the full year. Make sure before winter comes, you you change out the air because because it gets stale and your tires. Exactly. I can see that. Exactly. I can How see that been- being convinced of, or somebody being convinced of that. You know, did they? You know, when you went to uh, Jiffy Lube the other day, did you ask him if they changed the air in your tires? See, they didn't. You might need to do that because how long has it been since you've done that? Ooh, that sounds like a normal that. question. Like you could, you could say that in a very believable way to somebody, and they'll fall right for it. Yeah, that sounded like a normal question, even just the way you said it just now. And even though I know yeah. what we're talking about, yeah. it still yeah. sounded normal. Yeah. That's devious, is what that is. Yeah, like I had you guys going on film sack when I said that. Uh, Chris Sarandon and Susan Sarandon both had the name Sarandon before they got married. No, it was just a coincidence that two people named Sarandon married each other. Yeah, we all were like... And there was the long pause. And <laughs> we didn't know. One of you said, really? And I said, okay, no, come on. <laughs> I think it was me. I think I was the one. I'm always the one to yell the word, word really as loud as I can. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. Uh, uh, chat or Claire in the chat says, here's, a, here's her two things that she says. No, Scott. That's effing stupuit. Stupuit. And then she went stupit again. And then, then stupif. Stupif. I think yeah. she's drinking. That's what I think's I going think so on. Too. All right. Well, you know, it's uh, it's five o'clock in uh, Ireland. <laughs> I don't know actually what time it is in Ireland. Four twenty. Who knows? Uh, anyway, so that's the thing. So ble- ble- <laughs> bleed your brakes when it's the right time to bleed them. Don't right. bleed them for times when you don't need to. Exactly, bleed them. and uh, and in all cases, Blake, uh, keep breeding. Keep yeah, breeding keep, your Blake. Breeding your Blakes. Uh, the world needs more Blakes, and uh, you're here to make it happen. <laughs> uh, all right, check it out. Here, I got a, a text, or I guess this is an email. I can't remember where I got this, but uh, it's about misheard yeah. lyrics, and it's from Ryan, not to be confused with Brian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Let's make I, it clear. I get confused all the time. Thanks. Do you think if there's, um, if you guys, if you guys were gangs in, like the Warriors, you'd be sure. the, in the Brian gang. The other, there'd be a Ryan gang. Like, because everything had a theme in the Warriors, so you could, you could yeah. be a Brian gang. Why not? It's, uh, you know, but you'd have to explain it. I think at least the baseball <laughs> gang, you could look at them and say, "Oh, I see why they're a gang," or you know the. The, uh, the 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 disco looking gang or whatever mm. I can only remember the baseball gang but uh, uh, they stood out I understand they stood out but you have like eight Brian's who are like yeah whacking baseball bats and stuff like that like what are you guys we're the Brian gang see his name is Brian his name is Brian his name is Brian <laughs> but he spells it with a Y his name is Brian you yeah, don't really have an outward. A, you don't have an outward showing. Uh, no, no allegiance. Uh, you know you can't say. No, I'd be part of the 3D print gang, and we'd be oh, like, uh, yeah, dude. we'd be you know using our 3D printed weapons, but we'd have to be we'd be in the process of breaking the supports off of them yeah. to get them cleaned up the whole time. And then you'd wear you'd all wear like one of the older MakerBot uh, size <laughs> on your head, right, you know. Exactly. So it's just your head looking yes, out. Yes, oh exactly. man, this is now we're on to something. Yeah, now we're out of something. What theme gang would you have belonged to? Oh my gosh, dude. Who would that even be? I don't know. I don't know what we... It, you'd have to, again, have this outward-looking thing, right? Right. It would have to be a visual gang. You couldn't say, where are the Johnsons? I mean, everything I do is so digital. It's boring. I'm trying to think. Like, uh, uh, we would be the... I, I don't know. What Chat? You, this is where I you mean, kick I in. I feel like... Uh, like game controller, we're the game controller gang, and you're like, you know, you're all carrying game controllers and and the Nintendo glove and uh, that's cool. Rolled up uh, Dance Revolution mat and uh, no, I like this. Everyone's got a glove. Yeah. Everybody's got the NES glove. Everybody's NES got glove. um, I don't know. On their back, we have Bob the robot or whatever. 
<laughs> right? Well, uh, what else? Rob, we, I believe. Rob is, yeah. I was going to say Bob. And then we, we're, we're, we're using controllers like nunchucks. You got them tied off uh-huh. in the same end. You got a big, fat, original <laughs> Xbox controller on this side and a gnarly PS2 controller over here. And just That's pretty good. I like that. That's good. I think it's pretty good. All right. I'm in. The chat will come up with something terrible, and that's fine, too. They can do whatever sure. they want. Uh, all right. This is an email about misheard lyrics from Ryan, who was part of the Ryan okay. gang. That was a weird... That was a weird uh, off-ramp we took there for a minute. It was fine, but it was a fun off-ramp. It sure was. We're back on the road, and it was one of those off-ramps where if you just keep going straight, don't turn left and turn right, you're right back on the highway. Yeah, you're right back where you were heading in the first place. We're on our way to Provo. Okay, here we go. This is from Ryan. He says, regarding misheard song lyrics, when my sister and I were young, I think she was five and I was seven, she told me there was this awesome song on the radio about a dragon named Sariel, or Sarl. She went on and on about this dragon. She had a whole story about him. Months later, the song played on the radio, and it turned out to be Your Wildest Dreams by the Moody Blues. Specifically, <laughs> specifically the line, quote, and when the words are touched with sorrow, uh, unquote. That words was, are touched with sorrow. Yeah. And he says, that was okay. my first experience with misheard lyrics. It's funny and awesome. My baby sis uh, totally ran with it, and I love her for it. Uh, while half the tadpole looks up where the f uh, who the f the moody blues are, my old ass is gonna take a nap. Shove below <laughs> though, Ryan. <clears throat> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, the moody blues. Yeah. That's a deep. Cu- that's a pretty deep cut. It's a pretty deep cut. I mean, nights people have heard nights in white satin, right? Sure. Come on, sure. People have. Uh, yeah, that I have. Like, that feels well. We're old, Scott. I'm talking about our our tadpole. Claire, you ever hear? Uh, Nights in white satin. I know I've talked about my roommate in college who uh, uh, kept a clear bottle of Mountain Dew for his spit uh, on our desk, on, oh, our, on yeah. our communal desk for art school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, that's also his favorite song, and he'd listen to it over and over and over again. So how do you feel about that song now? I I have a hard time still listening to it. So you I like covers of it. Yeah. But you wouldn't go like purposely like fire that up later because you're now, no, you know. No. Yeah. No, and you know what? As far as Moody Blues songs, there are um, half a dozen I like way more than that song. Like Your Wildest Dreams is one of them. Uh, questions. Is it Questions? What is it? It's. Uh, um, I don't know that one, I don't no. think. Let's see. You know it from. You don't know it from the title, but you know it. If I were to sing it to you. Oh, I'd love to hear you sing it. Let's hear you sing it. Uh, where is it? It is called, it's just called Question. Do we ever ask a question when they're knocking at the door? Oh, I know that song. Yeah. That's a great song. Good. Yeah. You yep. know what? Moody Blues is all right. They're all right. Yeah. I know you're out there somewhere Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, that's a good Tuesday song. Tuesday afternoon. And of course, Gemini Dream. Oh. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go listen to every Moody Blues song except for Nights in White Satin. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. I'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye now. Um, anyway, so thank you, Ryan, for that insight. And yeah, people mess up lyrics all the time. I think that's a that's a sweet one. Um, Shut up, Claire. What did, what did Claire say? She says, okay, now you sound like an old man, Brian. <laughs> Whatever. Well, someone hop in the Nightbot and create a shortcut for me for, you know, hash, like a exclamation point Claire, and it just... Uh, yeah, what do we call that? Bang sign? So bang, bang Claire? Bang, well, you said, <laughs> I don't think we want to say bang Claire. Yeah, I don't bang Claire. <laughs> Somebody come up with a different term for that that that, that function, because we don't want to ever say exactly, bang Claire yes, again. Exactly. Good Lord. Yeah. 
Uh, well, anyway, there's that. Hey, uh, everyone, we have a little bit of news lined up. Our, our crack news staff have been funneling stories through the uh, Ooh, through the desk, goodness. yeah, through the news desk, and we have to report on it now. So enjoy. Today's news brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville today. Back at 1 p.m. for the next few weeks while I uh, wrap up a class in SEO that is uh, going to be taking up my my weekdays for quite a while. However, Coverville will be at 1, and it'll be, uh, we're just going to listen to the Moody Blues Greatest Hits. No, we're not. We're going to listen to the 10,000 Maniacs show that I promised you last week uh, when I got feverish. Feverish. I have the fevers from my uh, COVID shot. Uh, no, we're finally going to get to it. So all this time that Natalie Merchant has been waiting, waiting for the the weather and uh, the carnival and the uh, uh, what's the matter here? I don't have a thing for that one. Mm. But uh, uh, yes, uh, ten thousand, all of them, ten thousand maniacs covers and covered today at one p.m. Mountain Time. Twitch.tv/slash Coverville. I'm going to say something about Natalie Merchant. Okay, let's hear it. Let me go ahead and do this. So, sure, I, I'll admit, when, like in the eighties, <laughs> in the eighties, I had a little bit of a crush on her. I thought she oh, was really adorable. Okay. Yeah, I just really liked her. Um, but I haven't really paid much attention or seen anything. I'm just gonna yeah. say, she looks freaking great. Has aged beautifully. Just as she's looks, she looks. Of, awesome. She's kind of our age. Like she's not that much. No, uh, she's probably right around. She's maybe 60. even. Yeah, she's older than us. Yeah. And yeah. she's got this amazing shock of white hair in the front. She just oh, looks she, really? she looks awesome. So I can just cool. see her up there her. still, you know, banging out the hits and, you know, getting her done. Mm-hmm. Anyway. She looks like she could hang out with Frances McDormand and they would get uh, they would get coffee and uh, yep. uh, and talk about how the world's going to hell. Yeah, they'll hang out, hang out in the back of her van. Uh, hang out at a Peaberry because uh, not a Starbucks because Starbucks <laughs> is too commercial for them. But they'll they'll actually meet up at the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf yeah. at uh, ten o'clock after I take the dogs that for sounds, a walk. That and sounds drive right. Over there in my Subaru Forest. You are a hundred percent dead dead on on this. <laughs> <laughs> this is you've got it all. It's it's Boulder. It's uh, Park City. It's all that. It's that That's whole right, vibe. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you nailed it. Um. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> let's do this thing. Uh, a DeLorean. Remember the DeLorean? The uh, the car. The, 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 I do remember. I remember because uh, uh, thanks to Back to the Future and Cocaine, I know all about the DeLorean. Yeah. Those the, without Cocaine and Back to the Future, is there even a DeLorean? That's is the there question. even a DeLorean? Yeah. What was it? It was the main guy was hiding cocaine in a DeLorean, right? Uh, the, the, John, not oh John DeLorean, maybe John DeLorean. I think he was, was the John founder DeLorean. guy. Yeah. I saw a documentary on him, and I think you're right that he's the one that had coke. He yeah, they found coke in his he had his the, car. The, cocaine problems yeah he was super into cocaine he liked to trafficking cocaine there we go yeah. yeah it was a weird that's a weird story that whole thing yeah um but everybody because of back to the future we all as young youngsters at the time all were convinced that it was the single coolest car in the history of the planet i mean that's mm. just how it was you really here are the cars you had growing up when you were brian and i's age <laughs> you yeah. had deloreans you had yeah. that ferrari that um uh that ferris bueller had yep uh, or, yeah. or even, I guess you could take the Ferrari from, uh, uh, can't think of his name, Magnum P.I.'s Ferrari. That was a big deal. Oh, sure. Except sure. you were watching Love Boat, so you missed all those. Um, I missed that, yeah, yeah. Knight Rider. Oh, you missed Knight Rider, too, though. You missed that car. Yeah, I think I think uh, Gopher drove a sensible K car. <laughs> 
in one of the rare episodes where the they were AMC in, driving around. Yeah. <laughs> it was just uh, out driving his AMC Gremlin. Um, and don't forget the Porsche 911. That was big for oh, us. Oh, yeah. As, uh, no, 911. That, so that was, was everybody. That's all anyone wanted was a 911. Yeah. Everybody had a poster or knew somebody who had a poster of a Porsche 911 with a black background and a woman in a bikini, a red bikini, laying on top of the hood. Yep. Yep, and a Firebird Trans Am for a while had a moment. <laughs> right there are these. There's just a certain set of cars, and that was the '80s. And we knew no, we didn't know or care about any other cars but those cars, except for the shitty ones we could only afford and buy in high school. But you you had to. But then even then, I would pretend that my car was cooler than it was. Well, anyway. By the way, by the way, yeah. uh, 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 even though I didn't watch Magnum PI or Dukes of Hazard or uh, any of those shows. I'm still fully aware of the cars and the, the premises oh, of each yeah. of those shows. Yeah, I mean, that stuff was all over the popular culture. You couldn't I knew, avoid it. I knew the Golden Girls was about four elderly ladies before I watched an episode. <laughs> That's a good point. It was part of the zeitgeist, all this stuff, for it sure. It was part of the zeitgeist, exactly. By the way, TV's Travis has a sweater uh, with the Golden Girls on it. I swear the... Uh, the B. Arthur looks like Jay Leno. We had this discussion over uh, over chat the other day, but his, ew, yeah, it's absolutely Jay Leno. Travis, you want to post that someplace so I can see this? I want to see this. Yeah, I'll copy and I, I think I can copy it from our <laughs> from our discussion. Yeah, I'd like to hear it wherever, wherever it. the heck that was. I don't even remember what channel that was in. Yeah, me neither. Um, all right, a DeLorean, a brand new one, basically. Brand Nine- new DeLorean. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's get back to the. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Uh, we we went places, but it's all right. 977 miles is all was ever put on this thing. It was found in a Wisconsin barn. I love that it was a barn. Oh no, kidding! Was yeah. it covered with uh, <laughs> covered with a tarp to make sure that uh, the one would find it? They won't find it. They'll never <laughs> see it, Marty. Yep. And then a farmer showed up with a shotgun. Oh, it was, it was a lot. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, Tintin, by the way, submitted the story to our Discord, so I appreciate him doing that. Oh, uh, excellent. Two men went on a mission to retrieve a DeLorean from a remote location where the car had been left preserved and unused for decades. Uh, no, not Marty McFly, not Doc Brown. <laughs> Way to go, NBC New York. <laughs> Uh, although there are many parallels to the scene in Back to the Future 3, where the two remove the time machine from a cave in hopes of restoring it to full condition. See, that's not the movie I would have referenced. I would have referenced the first movie with a barn in it. That's what I would have done. Yeah, but the but the cave, like, the basically, he drove it into the cave in the past so that he'd have access to it in the future? Right. I think that was, was the deal. The, I mean, that was the, the only way it would work, right? You couldn't put it in the future and it would show up in the past. So, right. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I saw something yesterday. Did I send you this? Shit. No, I don't think you did. Okay, you know Brian Whatever Cox, not the actor Brian Cox, but the astrophysicist Brian Cox? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's a really smart dude. Maybe it's here. Hold on. If I have this, I'm going to play it. Okay. I, I, thought, I just thought of you because it was about time stuff. Um, let's see if I can find it here. Oh, geez, Scott. This is so... Okay, one, two, three, four. There it is. Oh, no, that's not it. Oh, this is it. Is this it? You look at the history of life on Earth, you have microbes around 3.8 billion. No, that's not the one. That's him, but that's not the one. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it's the time travel one, right? You yeah, did I send you that? Yeah. I must have sent yeah. that to you. Okay, so it was interesting you it, because... You sent it to me over the weekend. Because he said, he goes, uh, the short of it was, somebody asked him in an interview, is time travel possible? And he says, going back, no, it's just not. But, but it is po- possible to travel forward in time. And then he explained all the all all the back end of the science as to why that is possible and it was f- freaking fascinating to yeah. listen to oh, man that so was, into that. that's something that uh um that we learned in like basically it's that whole thing if you 
fly away from the earth at the speed of light or or 99.999% of the speed of light right parallel or not parallel perpendicular to the surface of the earth out um time for you time for for uh everyone else will go slower than time for you so technically you are flying into the future correct that is, so it is a it is on a technicality it's not quite the same as like i'm going to go see where my kids ended up it's right. not like yeah, that yeah exactly but yeah, it although is, I, yeah. if you do that, I mean, yeah, theory of relativity or general relativity. Yeah. But if you like, all right, you fly out and then you fly back at the speed of light, you will be. Yeah, you'll, you'll be, be. You'll look like you did when you left, or you'll be exactly, like two years older. In the future. So technically, you'll like be. Oh, look at all of you guys! I still look like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's the interstellar thing, I guess. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So what was it on there? It was like when they were on that planet with water. It was seven years for every hour yes. they were there. For every hour they were on there, yeah. Yeah, and they were yeah. there for like an hour or something. Just long enough mm-hmm. to lose the doctor from um, uh, from Firefly. I have him go. Dr- <laughs> right. Dra- drowndy, exactly. drowndy. Yeah. I went in... Okay, I got to say something about that movie. I went into that rewatch yeah. recently, uh, and as soon as it started and I saw... I forgot the name of the robot. Um, ugh, I forgot the name. Yeah. But anyway, I saw you that thing and went, place, oh, right, the, this thing's weird. I don't like the boxy shape. It annoys me. Like, I remember being annoyed by that thing and the design of it. And I immediately was like that again. But then as the movie went on, I got way more forgiving of that robot. Totally. You know why? I'll mm. tell you why. Mm. Cybertruck. <laughs> That's what did it? That's what <laughs> did it. That's why you're okay with TARS being all boxy. Uh, I have a friend, family friend, who bought one of those trucks. <gasps> Get it, out, really? Yeah, and it he got delivery on it. I won't say where he lives or what his name is. He listens, I yeah. think. Uh, the, the quarter panel's all effed. It wasn't lined up. <laughs> so he has to send it in to get it. Oh, fixed. no, really? It's not like he has to <laughs> yeah. ship it back to he get does. fixed? I don't know if he has to ship it back. He at least has to take it to an authorized Can he take it to a Tesla? I'm, sure, I'm hoping you can take it to a Tesla repair shop. And yeah, there's stuff. Oh, I yeah. think those exist. I don't know how close one is to where he is. And I'll say he's in the state of Oregon. That's as close as I'll say where he lives. But yeah. he probably has a way to, to do that. He was very upset about it, though, because, A, it took forever. He's on this waiting list for eons. The first ones are just now shipping. Uh-huh. And there is talk that there's a bunch of problems with the way that the frames are lined, or not frames, but how the metal lines up, so the, the gaps are right. wrong and stuff. There's like oh. reports of this, so he's a little he's a little stressed about it. He, I guess, it's he can funny. return it though, probably, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, but it is funny. I mean, talking about a DeLorean, this is basically like if you if you made a DeLorean ugly and one color, it would be the Cybertruck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can carry like a, a a dryer washer combo in the back, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. No room for the flux capacitor, perhaps. I don't know. Right. Yeah, that's um, right. I forgot. I forgot. It's a pickup. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have. But it's easy to do, Brian. It just looks like a PlayStation One game, is what it looks like. <laughs> it's exactly. If you put a DeLorean in Tomb Raider One, it would look like a Cybertruck. Yeah, exactly. Now I know there's some people listening who think that thing looks cool. And I am totally fine with you thinking it looks cool. I think they look kind of bad. But more than I think they look bad, I think they look uh, attention-grabbing to the point that I would be nervous every time I park the damn thing. Yeah, I, I, People sure. are going to be 
gross and awful, and they're going to do stuff. They're going to key it. They're going to, you know, I don't yeah, know. I they're going to baseball it is what they're going to do. I keep a baseball in my car just in case I find a cyber truck. Yeah, exactly. Because that's how you break them windows, you see. Yes, but, uh, exactly. The, uh, the, but my point is, like, I don't want to... I don't want a target on me. And that's what happened. Like I felt this way when I rented a Ferrari in uh, or a, a Corvette convertible, yellow cor- Corvette convertible in California to do the coastline run there with Kim. Mm, yeah. Yeah. In 2017, um, total blast and everything. But it, it, that was the trip where I went, I will never own one of these. Yes. Right. Because you felt nervous. I remember meeting you for lunch at, uh, Oh, that's right. Uh, you were in Disneyland. Disneyland. I forgot Disney. about that. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. They even, they even came and took a picture of us. Uh, to try and sell us, and I think we took a picture of their picture. Yeah, we while did. While we were pretending to decide if we were going to buy it from, and then we gave it back to them. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I can't remember if we really did. That's that. about what we but, did, I think, if I remember. But right. uh, yeah, that was the trip where you guys had that, and I remember you just being nervous having it parked at a protected parking lot like downtown Disney, yeah. where you have to yeah. go through a gate to get in, and still is like, yeah, and uh, it even has insurance for this sort of thing because it's a rental. But I still was like, all I can think about is this car when we're not in the car. When we were in the yeah. car, it was fine. We're driving it. We control it, whatever. But when we were out of the car, and, and, and at the end of that trip, I said, you know what, Kim? I don't. We can never own a fancy sports car. It's never going to yeah, happen. No. It's no, just too I, crazy. I, I, I want to be nondescript. I don't want to be standing out. I just want to be, uh, you know, give me a Honda Civic. <laughs> no one will notice me. Everything's fine, you know? And I'll never have to fix that thing anyway because Honda Civics are great. Uh, well, anyway, this thing only had 977 miles on it, and uh, they're going to re—they're going to get it all cleaned up, and I don't know, probably sell it. Yeah, that, that's probably. the story. That's cool. Yeah, that is really cool, though. 977 miles. Yeah, all right. Can you imagine? I oh imagine there's like rubber tubing and stuff like that that probably has been eaten through by barn rats and oh yeah <laughs> field mice <laughs> shit on it from an owl i'm sure yeah, sitting there that long stuff just atrophies right like it just uh, it just deteriorates the yeah. the rubber gets hard and cracks and stuff like that you probably have to replace yeah. a lot of that your tires are probably bad one of the this uh, one of the things that happened to me once was so you guys i don't know if you remember a few years ago taylor was in high school i would have talked about it on the show she got busted for trying to uh, her and her friends tried to break into a empty house. Um, I don't know if oh, I talked about it. Okay. It was great. It was a wonderful learning experience because her and her idiot friends, <laughs> they're so dumb. They went and opened yeah. this garage door, pulled it up and then went inside. Didn't break anything. Weren't in, weren't trying to cause any trouble. It was just this house that was for sale forever and never was going anywhere. And, uh, the police came and I was all for it. I was like, sweet, let's teach mm-hmm. these kids a lesson. Yeah, she'll learn a lot more from them talking to her than she will from me talking to her. Yeah, and she was pretty she was pretty freaked out. And I sure. had yeah. a big conversation with her about it. The point is, though, one of the things I didn't, I didn't know before, that house had never been used. It was five years old. But everything inside was probably going to have to be redone in some way. Like the countertops just not being used got weird and multi. Oh, really? um, Okay. The kind of dust that settles in there became permanent in places or like part of the paint. Mm, Yeah, right, right. And it didn't occur to me that if you don't use stuff, it just can go it can go to to the earth again right yeah right that's just wild it's just not a thing i normally think of a brand new house but you don't want you don't want to let her know that well they were gonna have to replace that no yeah i didn't do any of that yeah yeah (laughs) no it's good that you basically you helped him demo that house from the inside but uh, she doesn't need to know that i mean the cop even came to me first and uh, pulled me aside and said hey so i'm i'm just gonna tell these kids i'm just gonna freak him out a little bit 
And I said, 100% cool. Because there was really nothing he was going to do. He's not going to arrest yeah. anyone. He's not going to do anything. He's just going to give him a stern warning. But he's like, I really want them to remember this. I said, all right. I support this fully. And uh, was there when he did it. But he had all these kids lined up and was like, you know, just talking that you don't want to yeah, set the foot scared in jail. straight talk, right? Oh, yeah, big time. And she and they were all like, okay. <laughs> you know, they were all pretty freaked out. I love it. That was That's a good awesome. time. Um, check this out. Okay. Blizzard Entertainment, now part of the Microsoft Xbox family. Microvisard. Microvisard. I like that. Microvisard. Yeah. Or Blizzcasoft. <laughs> Blizzcasoft. Anyway. That's right. uh, Blizzard is going to raffle off a human blood infused PC, personal computer. If okay. Diablo 4 players donate 666 quarts of blood to their local blood dispensaries. Uh, Kiss did it first. I know, they kind of did. Give me a comic book with your blood in there. That's what I want. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Blizzard hasn't exactly been subtle in marketing for Diablo 4, but its latest PR stun is especially on the nose. To celebrate the release of the game's new season, Season of Blood, and the high payoff blood harvest events introduced, Blizzard has launched a month-long blood drive in the u.s that will unlock in-game rewards such as uh, or sorry as more people participate once donations reach 666 quarts i don't know how they track this by the way do you have to self-report that you went and gave blood yeah you probably have to show like a document right the 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 the, the receipt from the blood bank it seems uh, like a lot of work for them yeah. to, tr- to track this all i guess worth it though um yeah totally we need more and we need blood anyway uh they're gonna give players are gonna are gonna enter the sweepstakes for a custom liquid cooled PC infused with real human blood. Oh, that's cool. Does is the liquid cool like is the 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 coolant the cooling liquid that goes through the uh, yeah. the thing? That's not blood though, right? No, it's That'd got be blood really in cool it. If it was, it's but. got blood in it, but not. It's not all blood. That'd be cool right. if it was nothing but blood. I would love nothing that. Nothing but blood, yeah. Exactly. But it's got a little bit of blood in there. Um, Although the fact that it's human blood kind of <clears> like, <throat> oh, all right, it's kind of gross. If it was demon blood, sure. But but if it was uh, the fact that it's human blood is like, oh, it's kind of gross. It's a little grody, yeah. Yeah. Like a human DNA in there. Thing is, though, they don't say anywhere in this or any article I could find whose blood. We don't know whose blood it is. Sure. Well, it, which which Blizzard employee have we not heard from in a while? Well, is it Mike Yabara, the new CEO of things, or is it uh, you can have Bobby Kotick's blood on his way out before he, before they force him out was, in uh, January? I think it was that employee that set up the uh, what was called the Cosby Room at BlizzCon, <laughs> <laughs> or or the Crosby Room as it was. Uh, yeah, court Crosby. Documents. Who who the Crosby Room? So that would have been. Um, I know. Oh, him. do we know who that was? Yeah, the, we know who that was. Oh, we geez. totally know who that was, and he's the one that ended up getting exiled to California, basically, or uh, to, uh, sorry, to Hawaii. <laughs> what a rough place Hawaii. to exile to. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh. Can't think of his name. He was one. He was one of the people on stage when I did my thing, the stage thing. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his name. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think. I don't know it. Afrazarabi. That's it. That oh, okay. Yeah, he's a turd. We're back to we're back to Italian sports cars. All right, fine. Yep, cool. driving your Afrazarabi too fast and. Uh, before you know it, they're using your blood and blaming you for an entire harassment scandal. Anyway. Yeah, Terry Z confirms actual blood couldn't stand the temps in that cooling system. Plus, it's a little bit more viscous. It's not going to travel through the through the lines as well. And seriously, if a line ever breaks and you've got human blood pouring out into your system, oh my God, that's horrendous. Yeah, plus wouldn't it clot? It would clot. 
The whole point of human blood is it clots. It would clot, exactly, yeah. Right, you'd have to keep that thing cycling the blood constantly or it would clot. Yeah, big, wet, gnarly blood ball popping out of there. Gross. Although, does it does it only clot when it's exposed to oxygen? I think that's oh. the thing with clotting. Like if I don't know. That's <clears> why <throat> it doesn't clot in our... Um, so when you when you get a clot in your vein and it... And it, do you get an aneurysm? That's an uh, that's an abnormal. Uh, that's true. That's thing. not. Yeah, there's not. Uh, right, there's not oxygen or embolisms or whatever thing. Yeah, embolisms. Embolisms aren't. Yeah, it's not because they're exposed to oxygen. Huh. But that's. I know we've that, got Bobby. Bobby will answer us in about uh, eight seconds and explain why. Yeah, he'll let us know. Um, explain how I'm wrong about when blood clots and doesn't clot. And if not him, Doctor Tolbert probably has some ideas for sure on yeah. what's going on. Uh, let's talk about Taco Bell for a second. Sure. Taco Bell, we talked about it before. They were in a battle to free the Taco Tuesday trademark from somebody else who owned it because Taco Bell wants to use the Taco Tuesday trademark. Um, we talked about this before, but it's now official. That trademark battle is over. Taco Bell has won its fight over Taco Tuesday trademark in all 50 states. Now that the lone holdout, a restaurant in New Jersey, has parted ways with the term. Oh. Oh, so it's uh That's a shame. <laughs> so it's a restaurant in New Jersey that was the holdout. That's funny. Yeah, they wouldn't wasn't let there, him do it. They had a copyright wasn't or a there trademark. there talk for a while that LeBron James was the guy who owned the uh, the copyright? Somebody, some basketballer or something. Uh, oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Gregory's Restaurant, it's called. Oh, co-owner Gregory Gregory. It's not really his name, is it? Gregory Gregory. It says it is. All right. He says relinquishing the trademark registration doesn't change the fact that, the, that we can use it, but it does allow others in New Jersey the same opportunity to build their own traditions and help spread Taco Tuesdays throughout New Jersey. He's really focused on Jersey, but it's the whole country yeah. now. So Taco yeah. Bell can the other, say the, the other thing. states gave it gave it up just fine. But Gregory Gregory apparently was the holdout. Oh, dude, the great you don't want to mess with Gregory Gregory or as I call him because we're friends. Greg Greg, I call him. <laughs> He's just Greg Greg. Right. Uh, Greg Greg from. Greg Greg for Walkman Walkman. Nice. <laughs> nice. Anyway, so now they can do it. So they can do like ad campaigns and they can like say, hey, Taco Bell, you got, it's a Tuesday. Get in here and pay but too much. Not, like no. they're, they're, they freed the Taco Tuesday trademark, right? So like it just, it doesn't mean that Taco Bell now owns it. It means that anyone can use it Correct. without copyright. Correct. And that's how good, it should which be. Which is really good. It's, uh, you know. That's how it should be. I don't think you should. Pizza. Let's celebrate with a Mexican pizza, shall we? Yeah. Hey, there you go. Bring those back again. <laughs> I like those for the hot minute you brought them back. Uh, they're, they're still back. Are they back now? They're still back. They're back permanently. Yeah. They, oh. People love them. Yeah. I went there yesterday. Them the other day. I went there yesterday. I should have done that. I didn't want what I got. You should have had a Mexican pizza. I got a cravings box, which gave me heartburn. Oh, yeah. The old cravings box. I like that. Because yeah. you can uh, can do your uh, your one classic, mm-hmm. your one specialty, yeah. and your one side, yeah. and then a Baja Blast Zero. Oh, it's the only way to go. To wash it all down. I like a Baja Blast Zero. I do too. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> of all the Zeros, that's one, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's top, top tier. I like, here are my favorite, here are my top three Zeros. Ready? Okay. All right. Uh, Dr. Pepper Cherry, specifically, yeah. zero. Yeah, specifically, Dr. Pepper Cherry, yep. That's a really good one. Right below that, I'd put Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. And right below that, uh, and probably Coke Cherry if I can get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then below that, I would put, uh, I'd put the Baja, Baja Blast, Blast Zero. zero. Yeah. 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 Top three for me. It's really good. And oh, I don't mind. Look, I like Mountain Dew Zero by itself, sort of. Mm-hmm. But if you're giving me the choice, I'll go with the blue one. 
Let's go. Mm, yeah. Let's get that yeah. Baja and blast together, teal. baby. The teal. <laughs> a nice teal beverage. Yeah. And teal's not a drink enough. It's not nearly used enough. <laughs> Just don't use teal enough for, uh-uh. uh, for beverages. Not like they used to. Um, all right. Final story here. Sure. We got a theft of two million dimes <laughs> uh, <laughs> from a truckload of coins from the U.S. Mint. And the four people involved are facing federal charges. That's what happens when you mess with federal money, I guess. Yeah. Uh, federal authorities have released more details and unsealed charges in the theft of more than two million dimes. Uh, this is, by the way, up to seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh wow! Which is, uh, if I was to guess how many two million dimes was, and I wasn't good at math, which I'm not, I would have mm-hmm. said, "Oh, that's probably a couple million." That's not. Well, two million dimes would be. Would that, so that doesn't make sense, right? Because if two million dimes, you would just basically move the decimal point over. Oh yeah, because tens. So hold on. Tens. So two oh, a portion of his cargo. Be... I'm sorry. Take it back. The entire cargo, which was a bunch of other coins, they only got the dimes. All of it gotcha. together was okay. seven hundred fifty thousand. So you're totally right. Okay. Two million dimes would be twenty grand. Two uh, two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand. One zero off. Two hundred thousand. Yes, one zero. You'd move it. Okay, yeah. that's not bad. I could buy things with that. Oh no, I'm sorry. It'd be the other way around. You'd move it one more up. So. Well, it wouldn't be two Each million. Each dime is worth ten times the number of dimes, right? So basically, or not each dime is worth ten times the number of dimes, but but basically, <laughs> you'd move it the other way. So twenty million. So two million dimes is worth twenty million dollars. Oh, oh, right. No, 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 no. Because it's one tenth. Hold oh, on a second. So wait, not wait. the not the dollars. So I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is right. It okay. would be it would be two hundred thousand because you're going one. Yeah. Two hundred grand, right? Not twenty grand. Two hundred grand. 200 grand. I could yes. spend 200 grand of dimes. I'd walk into a yeah. store, slam some dimes down, give me that car, I'd say. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Uh, let's see. A tractor trailer was loaded with these coins. <laughs> Shut up, all of you. This is going to drive the chat crazy. Exactly. Oh, we just broke the chat room. The check driver was born for, born, bound rather, for Miami when he pulled into a parking lot uh, to sleep on the 13th of April. So this is just barely being talked about. Uh, During the night, thieves made off with a portion of its cargo, uh, a shipment weighing over six tons, by the way, with all the coins combined. That's a lot of coins. Is anyone using coins? What are we doing with dimes now? Yeah, no, nobody's using coins. Why do we? Coins coins go basically, I get coins from whatever, I put them in a jar, I take that jar to the bank, turn it into, put it into my account. I never, like, I don't say, oh, hold on, I have exact change, let me pay for this. I never do that either. Like I, here's here. Oh wait, no, hold on. I have a core. I never do that anymore. I used yeah, to. Exactly. Everybody used to, but yes, I don't do that now. What do you use? What do you use the little change catcher in your car for now? If you don't put change in there, or do you still? <laughs> I use it for. Uh, I use it for packets of Splenda because mm. uh, a couple places that I go to breakfast, they've got stevia in the raw. I don't. I don't want that stuff. It takes too long to dissolve, and it's way more bitter than Splenda. So I just keep. I just keep Splenda in that little uh, container. Yeah, because that stuff's the. Uh, it's plant-based. It's very bitter if you have the concentrated stuff. Exactly. Even the light stuff. Even the light stuff's got a bitterness to it. That's yeah, not to everyone's taste. Yeah. But no, exactly. Nope. I take uh, when I go out to breakfast. I take Splenda with me because ninety uh, percent of the time, places we go don't have it. Uh, there's some people in, my ch- in the chat. I think probably keep their weed in there. Oh, probably a lot of those. Yeah. You know, um, back to the change though. You're finding a lot more. At least I'm finding a lot more places that when you do order something, 
when you like you go through the drive through let's take Taco Bell for example you went through Taco Bell yesterday yeah. did they ask you you want to round up your change to the nearest dollar amount for such and such charity they did actually and we did yeah. it yeah yeah and we and I do it too and it's mostly because well number one I'm not paying cash anyway I'm yeah. usually paying with the app right but um but that's probably to start lowering our dependence <laughs> lowering their dependence on keeping change in the register well, I'm going to start. I have an idea. So that's we're rounding up when we do that, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start rounding everything up. And here's what I mean. Okay. Anytime a number is high enough toward the the whole number, I'm going to round up. And so when someone says, "Do you have seventy five cents?" I'll say, "I have a dollar." Right. Uh-huh. If somebody says, "How often does somebody say do you have seventy five cents?" <laughs> very rarely. Daily life. Very rarely. This is a bad example. But if, I, if sir, can you <laughs> can you spare seventy five cents? But from now on, when I when the doctor says, uh, "What's your what's your temperature?" and it's ninety six <laughs> point whatever, I'm gonna say it's I'm gonna say it's a hundred. You're gonna just round it up to the nearest hundred. Okay. Yeah. All right. And he'll say, "Whoa, you got a fever then." No, no, I just rounded up. I just rounded up, making life easier. So, but you're never going to round down. You're not going to go to the Taco Bell and they're going to say, "All right, uh, your total is uh, twelve dollars and thirty nine cents. Please pull forward." You're not going to say, "Here's twelve. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm rounding down for charity. Yeah, I'm definitely not doing that. That's funny though. <laughs> uh, yeah, notice nobody ever asks you to round down. They only want you to round up, yeah, bastards. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. That's our. That's all the news you can handle today. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Now, we're going to take a break. When we come back, my sister will be here. It's a little bit of a follow-up this week in a couple of ways. We also got a follow-up text from somebody I'm going to read. But in addition to that, Brian and I both had homework this week. If you don't we remember did. what that was, we will fill you in. We will tell you how we did. And we'll see if Wendy has any judgment in either our yes. directions. And then oh, we'll kind of get... Oh. Oh, it was a bad time for this, but my it looks like my router is about to go down oh, for about half an hour. Darn it. All right, well, we'll see how that goes. It's weird how it just yanked out of the wall like that with your fist using polling action. Exactly. Yeah. It's so weird how, yeah. That's very strange. <laughs> anyway, that's all coming up after this song break, and Brian here probably... I can't believe probably my Ethernet cables are not impervious to scissors. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's talk about uh, the Indian in the middle. Hey, I, I'll put my two cents in for this one, which is worth uh, $2, by the way. Nice. This is a band called Shower Curve. Uh, they are playing in Brazil alongside the American football. Like when when football goes to Brazil in November, um, this band, Shower Curtain, is going to be performing before that game, that NFL game. So it's going to be really cool. Uh, or maybe halftime. I can't remember. But um, anyway, these guys are awesome. These guys are... Uh, uh, these guys are actually from Brazil. They are called Shower Curtain. This is their first single in two years. It's called Edgar. Here is Shower Curtain.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Scent Air. It's the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros. Why don't you go to scentair.com and use the promo code STREAM to get an extra 25% off your order. Scent Air diffusers are sleek and fill your space with vivid fragrance for up to three hundred hours. Boy, my office could use this. The Centair app lets you schedule your fragrance and control your intensity right from your phone. All of Centair's more than 60 fragrances are phthalate-free, cruelty-free, safe for families, and EcoValdis certified sustainable. Have a room that needs a little extra scent attention? Well, Centair is here for you. Once again, try the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros everywhere by going to scentair.com and using the promo code STREAM, that's S-T-R-E-A-M, for up to 25% off your order. Find a road yourself and discover adventure is a car called Riviera. Call me now for your free whipping. And we're back. Who was that again? Sure, I didn't say it enough before the song. My gosh, it's called Sh- uh, Shower Curtain, Brazilian band. How much is it Brazilian? This is uh, their first single in two years. It's a song called Edgar. Edgar. Yeah, who the hell is Edgar, Claire? That's Edgar. what I want to know. Edgar Allan Poe. When I hear Edgar, I think of the old commercial from the 70s or 80s, and it was the kid's... Uh, the kid's stomach was talking to him, mm. and he'd go, Edgar, Edgar, this is your tummy, Edgar. Oh, what was that for? What was the product? I don't remember what it was for, but... Uh, Food, probably. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something that Edgar liked to eat. Um, Let's see. Uh, Malto meal, apparently. Is it Malto meal? Yeah, you want the commercial? Yeah, do you have a linky? A stinky I linky? I have a linky. I have a linky linky. Let's take a look here. Let's let Wendy enjoy this commercial from 1978. Yeah, this would have been, we were all youngins then. Let's see here. Oh my gosh, why is this? Okay, there we go. Come on, play. There we go. Okay, it's playing. Edgar. Turn it up. Edgar. This is your tummy, Edgar. <laughs> my tummy? It's boring down here, Edgar. What, what, what do you want? I want Malta meal. Edgar, Malta meal. Okay. Malta meal. Sunny, deep, tasty malt. A good part of a balanced okay. okay. You make your tummy happy, your tummy makes you happy. Regular or chocolate. That guy's voice is so every ad and growing yeah, up. Yeah, totally is. Yeah. Oh, I loved him, whoever that is. I don't know who that is. But uh, I, I love the fact that it sounds like a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, you listen to it without the commercial. <laughs> That's really good. Edgar, Edgar, Edgar. <laughs> this is the worst day of your life, Edgar. Um, all right, I'm ringing Wendy, but it keeps coming back. I don't know if she's declining it or what's going on. She might be, maybe a call happened. Let's see if she texted me. Oh. We'll find out shortly here. Call happened. Uh, oh, she says, give me a blink. second. She says, give me a second. No worries. Oh, that's all right, Wendy. It's not like we're doing a show here. It's not like we got, you know. 
to time and uh, stuff to keep in mind and all that. Just kidding. I don't care. It's just fine. We can fill the air with whatever we need to. Uh, this is a good time to say that I've never had Malto meal in my entire life. Wow. Yeah. What, what about cream of wheat? I definitely had cream of wheat growing up. It's kind of the same, right? Same thing, yeah. Dif- different brand? Same different thing. brand, different flavors. Like, I think cream of wheat, uh, uh, they have a different, uh, maybe even a different consistency, slightly. Uh, Malto meal, oh yeah. Oh, Campbell's owns them, that's why. Campbell's Cereal Company, which is part of the now the Mom Brands Company. Who is Mom that? Brand. She's from uh, Futurama. There, uh, mom's mom's favorite little boy or whatever. <laughs> uh, this Malto Mill. Ha- oh my gosh, there's a long history here. Malto Mill, 104 years ago, uh, founded in 1919 mm-hmm. by John oh. S. Campbell. Yep. Uh, oh, they defunct in 2015. They're gone now. They defunct. Wow. Hi. Oh, hi, Wendy. Hello. Hello. Sorry. Were you doing a call and we were trying to break? Uh, I know. I just needed like one more second. And that ringtone is a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You can can mute it, but then you won't know we're calling you. So it's up to you. Uh, You can you can totally turn off the sound. But, uh, you know, you do what you do. It's alarming. Yeah, no, I understand. But I'm here now. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. How are you? Hello. How's things? I'm good. Oh, good. Uh, Let me my, talk to Wendy. You got to do my intro. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Wendy, everyone. She comes here on Thursdays to do Therapy Thursday. She helps you with your problems. She's a real therapist. And that's good for you because you'll get some free stuff here, some free ideas. All right? Mm-hmm. And last week, you gave us homework. Before we get to yeah. any of that, though, I have a follow-up from a listener. There's a, a short text that I would yeah. just like to read. This is from Katie in Philly who says, Hi, Wendy. Last week for Therapy Thursday, you were talking about things that we enjoy that not everyone can identify with. Uh, my let's see, my very own bird watching hobby kicked in as I heard a blue jay outside uh, your window through the yes. microphone. Yes, it has happened That's two so weeks cool. in a row, and it always makes me do a double take and my nerdy birding ear activate. Thought you would get a laugh out of it, Katie. Oh, I love it! I just had a cardinal just now staring at me. Oh my gosh! There's oh, really? a sweetest app oh. where you just hold your phone up and it hears every bird in the vicinity and then tells you what they all are. Oh, it's so cool! That's cool. Oh, that's cool. What's that called? Yeah. Tell me more about this. What's the I name can't of the app? Remember, oh, but right. it's great. Adam does it all the time, and now he thinks he can guess the birds. But whatever. Can he? Um, can he? Can he do it? Or are you, are you <laughs> yeah, saying? probably. Okay. And there's always a swallow in there. 100 percent of the time, there's always some little Weird. swallow doing the thing. Weird. But that's so cute because I get Blue Jays and I get Cardinals and I can't stop thinking about baseball every day because of it. Like, <laughs> well, here's some, here's some advice though. If if a that's Cardinal helpful. if a Cardinal is staring at you through your bedroom window uh, and you're not in the Vatican, everything is fine. Don't worry about it. If it's a bird, Ooh. but if you are in the Vatican and there is a Cardinal standing there in his big red robe staring at you in your bedroom. <laughs> I would be freaked the f out. All right, that's all I'm uh, saying. How long have you been working on that, Joe? Oh, weeks. Finally got it out. <laughs> Still workshopping it. Um, uh, Wendy, let's get into it now. Here's the deal. Yeah. You gave us some homework last week. Um, Brian's was to to do some reading, and we'll. Yeah, we'll but that's in. not important. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, everything is a therapeutic issue. Did yes. is there a reason you did not do it? Well, he did. I read, sort of did but it. I didn't read something that was fully out of my wheelhouse. I read something that had been sitting on my shelf for a long time that I've been meaning to read because I couldn't I couldn't get to the I don't know where the box of classics are that I was planning on reading. I was planning on reading like something Poe or H.G. Wells or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I ended up reading a um graphic novel that's been sitting on my shelf forever. 
Okay. That, so that's something. Is that, is that, is that all right? That is counts. That something I read. I broke my tradition of just like plopping down in front of the TV and I read something. It's the equivalent awesome. of, it's like in 100%. school and these kids it's like uh, use Wikipedia and the teacher, you know, the teacher's like, well, I guess that's okay. It's like Yeah, that. no superheroes in it. It's no no superheroes. It's about an <laughs> A&R man uh, in the world of uh, music and uh, uh, had nothing to do with superheroes. How's that? Oh, yeah, yeah see? I mean, it's a new genre. Way to yeah. go. And, yeah. and just sitting and reading. I mean, even yes. just... Doing a different behavioral thing, I think, you know, that's a start. Good job. Now, no need to apologize. I, uh, <laughs> I, my, mine was to cook something and not just microwave, you know, hot dog or whatever, but to actually cook mm-hmm. something and do it from scratch and with real ingredients and all of that. So I did. Um, the only thing Kim helped me with was the core idea for what I was going to make. Which oh, that's good. We, she was like, "Well, do you want to make? What do you want to make?" And I'm like, "Well, it's getting cold. You know, something maybe soupy or." you know, some kind of stew or something. And she says, well, we have this Tom Yum soup based stuff. It's like a powder form, which makes like that. Um, uh, who, where do you get it from? You get a Tom Yum Thai place, Thai restaurants, right? And I said, oh, okay, let's start with that. So from there, I built a vegetarian, because I wanted Carter to eat it, a vegetarian soup thing. I don't know what to call it. Uh, it doesn't really have a name. Space. But I will yeah. share these. So I put photos in our Discord so you both can see what I, uh, the stages. But um, chat room, you can see them as well. That's the that's the beginning uh, with it with the mushrooms. Then we got <laughs> we got the potatoes. I cut all this stuff up. Got all the ingredients green myself. Peppers back there. Yep. Cut up some green peppers, kale, uh, potatoes, mushrooms. Mushrooms are for mostly for me. No one else in the house likes them. Um, the base is this: uh, a little bit of chicken broth, water. Uh, four teaspoons of the Tom Yum stuff. Um, chicken, chicken broth, not terribly uh, vegetarian. Or not chicken broth. No, that's not what it was. What was it? Oh, shit. <laughs> or no, maybe it's that Carter's fine with chicken broth. That might be it. Okay, okay. I think that might be it. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, real quick. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> before we get emails. <laughs> to, her, to her, it's not meat, but to me, it's silly to not eat meat if you're going to eat chicken broth. But anyway, that's the whole Carter okay. argument. All right. Uh, but anyway, this base here with all this is is in the pot there, and then I added the uh, this other all the ingredients. So you can see that stage there. It looked pretty gnarly at first. I wasn't sure it was going to work out. It just looked like I was making like a mess. Um, but then the final one is a little bowl of the stuff with some nice toasted uh, sourdough, and it was amazing. amazing. It was so it good, fantastic, and yeah. not too spicy, just spicy enough. Tons of veggies, uh, just a lovely little thing. I got leftovers. I'm going to eat some of that today. Kim, uh, Kim and Carter, both thumbs up. They didn't. They didn't uh, tell me what to do or how to do it. Except when I was oh. cutting stuff, Kim said, um, "Don't put your fingers like that." <laughs> she wanted me. She has a really sharp. She taught you how to cut? Yeah, good. She, she has really sharp. Uh, I forgot the name of the knives. Some fancy knife she got for a gift, and she told me how you do the knuckles out, but the fingers tucked yes. in. Yep. And I didn't know that. So prior to her telling me that, I'm like you know, within a millimeter of cutting myself every time I was bringing the knife down. And she's like, no, 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 do this. <laughs> Other than that, though, I worked really hard on making this just like me doing my thing. And everybody was very happy. So, Wendy, what do you think of what grade do I get in Wendy class today? Oh, you're muted, by the way. I don't know if you cheeked muted or what you did there, but you muted. Your oh, career. yeah. No, I right. went to go get my phone so I could text you a picture of the thing I did for homework. Oh, um, very nice. Too. I did. Oh. I did. And I'll tell you about it. Uh, it looks amazing. I'm really. I'm Are you impressed? Uh, I, All right. Yeah. It okay. does look and really, really good. I want now, here's the big now. question, though. Did I experience 
the thing you're you're pushing for here, which is this kind of a get out of your, I don't know what you said it earlier. What's the what's the term we're using your, here? Your comfort zone kind of thing. Yeah, but what you you have a word for it, Wendy? What was it? I don't maybe know what you're referring to, other than like we were talking about loss of self, right? And how throughout life we sort of are doing yeah. for various reasons a lot of what we who we are can get lost. Like yeah. starting parenthood is a great example of how some identity features dissolve or, you know, maybe a, something traumatic occurs. Like there's a lot of folks will describe those kind of like, I don't even know what I want or who I am anymore. That kind of thing. Right. Um, all the way to just like never knew what you wanted because you were always doing what everyone else said to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is just, I don't know what, what word I use, but this is the idea of, I'm going to, I, I have an inkling that I care about something or I want to try something. Mm. And you both said them quickly, right? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And whoever's listening, like the bird friend, you know, she's like, I need to go look at birds or whatever it might be. Like you, some people are already doing the thing that really they can feel mm-hmm. is part of their identity. And this is not all about your identity is everything you do, but I think it's rekindling a connection to maybe a you that never existed, mm. but could have. Yeah, right? it's your little sliding glass door moment. You really are Guy Fieri, right? You yeah, yeah, for a hot second there. I, honestly, it did have <laughs> what this. Happened? It had this. It just had this. Uh, this weird. So I was paying. You know, I don't know if I was paying hyper attention to it, but I was paying attention yeah. to how this felt to do this. And what I came away with was, you you have convinced yourself you're so bad at this that you're it's actually it's become a tr- false truth in your life like i i i have yeah. told myself for so many years partly because by the way kim says she does this with art she used to draw mm-hmm. all the time she's very good but when we got married she kind of quit and and her and she's always said to me well i always just felt like i couldn't keep up with you and now with carter and everybody else who's doing this it just didn't seem like i was good enough and i didn't know that um and i think she did a similar thing in that regard so her cooking which is awesome. Uh, I think I've put myself in a corner where I'm like, well, you can't cook. Kim can, but you can't. You suck. Yeah. You're bad at this. Mm-hmm. And then if you I just it. do it, if I just lay the stuff out and go for it, crank up the heat, <laughs> try not to burn nothing and watch your fingers, I can actually do it. And so mm-hmm. it was a kind of, not revelatory, it wasn't like life-changing, but it was this moment of like, oh, well, quit being a baby. You can do this more often. Than you think, and it's not all doggeritos, and it's not all you know microwave burritos, weird eggs, and weird eggs. Yeah, weird I can do more than that. Like the stereo, the stereotype that the husband doesn't know how to cook anything is kind of fun and funny, and we can you know yeah, I can only take that so far. But at the end of the day, I made enough food for probably six people, and it was all very good, and it was healthy, and it worked out, and it wasn't gross and broken, and you know I didn't burn anything. So yeah, like it was a really positive experience for me that made me want to try to do it more and i'm not just telling you that because it sounds like the way this story should end <laughs> yeah no we're gonna follow up Don't tell me what yeah. it is you'd like to hear and i'll say it yeah i'll say and whatever I will you do want it. yeah that's just like real school okay, I, like I love this. it like real homework anyway <laughs> yeah very cool okay right. do you can you put my picture up did you get I did. So, Wendy, Wendy, looks like you're doing a little uh little crafty work yourself here what is this it looks like um okay a table? All right, so a table. I, my friend cuts my hair and does my hair and I'm at her house and there's pieces of her old kit or her old dining room table all over the place. Cause she's putting up a new one. Got to get rid of it. 
she got it when she bought the house from a very old lady. They just left it because it was so heavy. And when was the last time you saw really heavy, good wood? Mm. There's something that happens in us as humans that our grandparents did not appreciate in their furniture. <laughs> uh, they did not have laminate garbage. And so they don't appreciate when you really feel the wood. Anyway, so she's like, oh, I'm just getting rid of this. And I'm like, I, as much as I, I really wish I could be like a Facebook marketplace person who can just go get someone's crappy thing and refinish it or something. Yeah. But I just can't do, I don't know. I, I, someone's just got to give me it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what happened. So she gave it to me. Um, and it's not like we really need a new table, but I just couldn't help myself. So I brought it home and I bought a spray gun, you guys, like a professional, it's really not that expensive. You'd be surprised. Like one of those painting spray, spray guns. guns. Yeah. yeah to that, you would, that. Yeah. Right. Cause I got a couple things I need to paint and I, I actually enjoy painting a little bit and, sure. but I have Harbor never Freight? done furniture. Mm. What, what? Tell me you went to Harbor Freight cause you probably got that for like 12 bucks at Harbor Freight. Oh, oh Harbor I did Freight. not. Oh, you but should go that, there. Yeah. was a better choice because mine was way more than that. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I just uh, went to the old uh, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware. Does anyone else have a Fratelloni's or is that a local name? Uh, anyway, it's a local name, but we do it's, have an Ace it, Hardware block yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it is so – it feels like you're walking back in time. They even have a yeah. old-timey candy and ev- 200 people to help you. It feels, it's like the opposite of Home Depot. <laughs> right. They have a popcorn machine at yours? Oh no, but that'd be perfect. But yeah, ev- yeah. everything costs three times as much as you expect. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is so expensive. <laughs> but I'm like, I am supporting local. Anyway, yeah. so I go in, talk to this guy. He helps me with all the things. I buy all the stuff and then I just went at it. So the the picture you have um, is just the, uh, are you going to post it on the? It's up on screen for people. Uh, the, oh, yeah. they get can to see it. Put it on okay. our Discord so I can see it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, sorry. That, I thought I did. Apologies. Hold on. Oh, that's okay. But that table is heavy and it was already ruined guys so i can't ruin it anymore oh, but wow. you can see all the pieces that go that's in a wild been... uh wild uh base thing the i know it's so really cool. cool base you could yeah. put a child in there and they could not get out a hundred percent or yeah. just birds just kidding or something like you could put something fish <laughs> a or fish small dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it is so freaking heavy anyway and there was weird brass around the base and so i ripped it all off and like have been spraying and painting anyway it's super fun and i'm like who needs something painted? I'm I've turned into I don't know. Like I feel like I should my alternate life. I was a house painter. <laughs> I don't know, but it's really it's really fun. So I had a similar thing, and this is what happened when I was painting. It was this morning I was doing a second coat, yeah. and I should not have been. I should have been getting ready for clients. Don't worry. What else gets me doing an activity at seven thirty in the morning? Only apparently spraying furniture. But anyway, so as I'm doing it. I have this feeling like, oh, I want to cancel all my clients and just do this all day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, there's not a lot of things in my recent life that I have had that feeling about. You tapped so into some primal thing that yeah. you never explored before. That's interesting. And just like the satisfaction and also the speed. You can paint a whole thing in like 10 minutes. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, th- so there's like an awakening, let's call it that, right? Mm. Now, am I going to do this for a profession? Probably not, no. right? At certain ages, maybe we don't do certain things for, um, like, this is my new trajectory of life, but that's what a hobby's for. And we have this problem in America. We have a problem where hobbies have to be a side gig because no one can afford to live, right? So now everything is sort of put into a hustle culture kind of thing, mm-hmm. and maybe the actual reward of the hobbying we just don't get it. It turns into another obligation or it turns into another burden, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I am open. If anyone lives in the Twin Cities and you need my gun, I will love to come help you paint something. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's just so fun. So that's that's like a classic hobby in the sense of like, I'm going to get something out of it. You know, it feels productive, but it also is really fun. And while I was painting, I was listening to Maria Bamford's book. Any Anyone? She, I love Maria Bamford. I like Bamford. her as a comedian. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know my the, God. Uh, you guys. <laughs> She's she's a genius. She's a she's a local hero. She's from Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah. And her impressions of her parents, oh my gosh, is the greatest comedy. Anyway, she's wild. And Dude, she her, is not for everyone. Her ability um, to switch between different female voices. personas is almost <laughs> it's almost like you need to have her check. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's terrifying. But her whole book, it's a memoir, and it is her mental illness journey plus her comedian comedian journey and acting and it is a wild ride there are things you're like what and if you have never you are not familiar with intrusive thoughts and ocd and you don't want to know about that do not listen to this book um Mm -hmm. but she just does not hold back she has a thing where she feels this like and she talks about this but just this intense need to give actual numbers Mm -hmm. so they, the editors always have to fix her stuff because she gives numbers. She's like, they offered me this much money for this book. Like she has to, she feels that, that urge. And one of my favorite things she's ever done is she went to the university of Minnesota commencement and they asked her to speak. And she took the first 15 minutes describing how they asked her to do it for free. Mm. (laughs) And she goes, I'm going to use the one skill that this school taught me. And that is to negotiate. And she went through and talked about how much money she asked for and went through the whole thing. Like she showed you how the sausage was made for a thing in a way that you are like, what? Anyway, I just, she's made, she's made it. Yeah. So my, I finished the book. So I, I got to find another book to listen to while I paint, but it's great. If you want a, a wild ride into mental health and realize like either you're doing great or you really need to call 988. <laughs> she's got a book for you. It's pretty great. Yeah. So that, well, that was what I did. But anyway, yeah. So that's kind of this idea of, hey, guys and gals and everyone, what is it you maybe haven't done in a long time? Um, or, or a thing you just thought, oh, that's stupid, right? Like I can imagine your 20-year-old self or your 15-year-old self or your 10-year-old self. Like what were the things you wish you might have been able to do and you could do now, but you just are in the slog of life and maybe not thinking about it. And it's not going to magically fix your identity crisis. No, Mm, it's mm. not going to fix a midlife crisis. But it is maybe a a sense of, hey, are there pieces of me that have been neglected that maybe just need a little sunshine? Right. Yeah, I know that there are things like that in my life, for sure. And cooking, honestly, is one of them because it's it's such a communal experience everybody enjoys the what you do right when you make something a good meal people appreciate it also humans have to eat like it's a imperative for our survival like all of these aspects of it are a thing that i've let modern society conveniences just push away from me right because i don't really your wife is a good cook well she's also that's the other excuse i have right but when she's not around well we all know how it goes when she leaves town it's a nightmare here i know i eat like crap Mm -hmm. But I honestly, now I look at it this, this so her her sister and her sister-in-law and her niece are all going to go to Nashville for something. They were supposed oh, to go they were supposed to go during the week that, that Angel passed away and they obviously couldn't mm. go for that, so they had to push it yeah. forward. So they're going to do that still and when they do, I'm already thinking, all right, well I know what I can do here. 
I'm going to be like, you know, some of my friends, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to go to the grocery store, you know, where they got groceries. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm going to walk around and buy like vegetables and things that aren't in a package um, that aren't ready to heat and eat, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm going to actually really go for it the next time she's out of town and just see what happens. And I feel inspired to do it just because of that simple hour long, however long it took me. It didn't take more than an hour to make that. Yeah. And most of it was making sure it was hot enough and the potatoes were cooked through and all that. Yeah. Um, but it really did have that that effect on me. And Are I, you prepared to be asked to get things off grocery self, Scott? I am prepared. Is. Well, I don't need to because okay. I'm, I'm tall enough I can get whatever. I'm good. No, no. You, people asking you. Oh, no, I'm prepared for that. But the problem is you have <laughs> okay. you have resting helper face. I have resting bitchy ah, face. That's, I really do. Yeah. So I people really see do. you and they think you work there, even if you're not wearing a shirt the same color as the other guy at Doesn't Walmart. Doesn't matter. They're in like, my that case, lady seems like she cares about what I'm doing right now. And I do. In my case, I'm scary looking and I look too tall and I look like I'm mad and I'm not. And you do look like you're mad. You're right. You got a grumpy dressing face. Okay. I love this. Okay. So we want pictures of what you make for yourself because the communal part, you got to invite someone over. You got to, you have to have a, a oh, yeah. reason to cook that might help you. If, if you can do it on your own, great, but maybe invite somebody over. Yeah. So what I was thinking is I would do it with the least partial people I can think of. So totally. Um, Who is desperate for food? Carter's got, <laughs> Carter's got a friend named Alicia who is super, she's one of the most straightforward, like logical, no, no nonsense kind no of people. No nonsense, right, right. So no, I think I've maybe sugarcoat or pussyfoot anything. Exactly. Basically. Probably have yeah. her over. Uh, well, we have next door neighbors, uh, Mike and his wife next door. They would be maybe a great pair to bring over and they can bring their baby. Like I'm thinking that that would be a good way to litmus test this, right? I'll really? be nervous though. Cause That's the best part. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to take your word for it because right now, right <laughs> well, now it feels I mean like is, the worst part. But you're going to be proud of it. You're going to work hard at it, right? Like there's some the the performance value of just enough nervousness, right? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something to them. that. There's something to that. The state you have some stakes, basically. You and do. That, yeah. You do. Maybe we'll have. Where's steaks. my table? I'm just going to eat on it until I don't. <laughs> We're having like we're having high stake steaks over at Scott's house. <laughs> and Brian, you yes. can just add maybe a different genre onto your reading list, but yes. keep it going. Keep it going. Yes, yeah. we'll do. Yeah. For sure. Uh I love it. Okay. So this I'm I'm gonna I mean we can if you guys have other things you want to talk about with this specifically, I'm gonna just do something annoying with real steps if go you guys are open to no, it. Go, go for, for it. it. Please. Okay. Let's hear it. So I sent out an email today. So if you got the email, you can just hang up now because you've already heard it or you've read it. <laughs> um, but I sent it out because, you know, I, I was thinking about often my tone in, in sending out emails for real steps is like, yeah, buddy, yeah, join us. <laughs> um, and then I thought, you know, okay, this happened the other day with a client. A client said to me, um, we had a session where it was just like, I just didn't like how you were handling that, which is like brave to have honest feedback, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was like, you were just too enthusiastic. And I was like, oh, dude, I am deeply enthusiastic. So that bugs you. He's like, yeah. I'm like, dang it. Okay. Well, I will try to be less enthusiastic. Um, but it was just a very funny conversation about like, we all have different responses to different people, right? So I was like, listen, Wendy, you can be real sincere in these emails. You don't have to be enthusiastic, but I still couldn't help a little bit. Anyway, but I'm going to do this. This is annoying. No one wants anyone to read to them, but I'm going to read to you the email. You guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Do it. Okay. I'm going to read it because it's a a really good example. Um, And this is just a recent uh, development 
of a client that I was going to share about doing what we do in real steps and how it's helped somebody because it's, it is serious. (laughs) Even though we have a lot of fun doing it, it is, Mm -hmm. you know, it matters. Okay. So here we go. I have a client who has struggled with her self-image since her eighth birthday. When her grandmother told her to, quote, take it easy with that cake in front of everyone at her birthday party. Her mother, her aunts. I say aunts now, by the way. Do you her say aunts, aunts now? Like, what the frick, dude? I like, I like it better uh, than it's aunts. It's better. It's oh, no. Brian's yeah. right. You guys are totally right. But I can't believe they, they, they goosed that out of you over there. That's crazy. <laughs> and I used to feel so weird. Now I feel weird saying aunts. It yeah. sounds wrong. Yeah, anyway. yeah that's okay, weird. Sorry, everyone. Let's start over here. All right. Uh, her mother, her aunties her sisters and both grandmothers shared the same problem body dysmorphia chronic dieting binging and self-loathing for many generations they shared the same deep self-hatred and the exhausting obsession about weight and size amongst themselves this unfortunately was passed wholeheartedly onto every little girl each new generation so throughout this past summer she and i have been working the real steps principles together she worked hard and dug deep and has been able to heal her relationship with food and her body She stopped weighing herself, learned to move in ways that finally felt good, and then almost miraculously, after 30 years of struggle, found total peace with food. Her birthday was earlier this month. This is how she described her birthday meal out with friends and family. So her 38th birthday, so 30 years from that time her grandmother told her to take it easy. It's a long time to have that affect you. Every birthday, right? Okay, so after dinner, when this is her, after dinner, when everyone was ordering dessert, I checked in with my hunger levels and felt full and satisfied. I didn't order dessert and felt nothing but calm and content. Not because I didn't have cake, which would have previously been a form of sick pride, but because I didn't want it. For the first time in my life, it had no power over me. I could have eaten cake or not eaten cake. It had miraculously lost all its meaning, all its power. All that mattered was what I wanted for myself on my birthday. I finally felt free from, I finally feel free From the perceived judgments of others, I feel freed from overeating and mistrusting my body's cues. I am simply at ease in my own skin. Mm. Wow, right? When she shared the summary of all her successful changes, it hit me. What kind of world could we live in if more of us felt at ease in our own skin? What would it be like if parents taught kids the skills to be at ease in their bodies? What if generations of mothers, fathers, uncles, and aunts, and grandparents handed down self-love instead of shame, all while sharing a joyful slice of birthday cake? Wow. Hmm. You know what? I want to. I want to feel like somebody who's at ease with their body. I don't. Gosh, yeah, I'm right. I'd love to feel feel good in my own skin because I've I seen just, you've got a lot more skin in the past. Uh, yeah, I don't know years. where you guys would ever be able to participate in something that might help you with that. Gosh, mm. I don't know. Is there any place around that could do that? For You'll us? have to Google around, figure it out. Mm. Anyway, so that was my my uh, that was my. My pimpin' for Real Steps, um, realsteps.org. It starts in two weeks. Uh, it starts Monday, the November 6th. So a little post-Halloween, a little pre-Thanksgiving. Um, and just to note, everyone, we meet at noon Central Time on Mondays for a live meeting. Yep. Um, and if that doesn't work with your schedule, there's a recording you can check in afterwards. We also have a, a new group thing happening on Thursday nights. It's going to be a blast. So join us and... You eat birthday cake with us because yeah. we definitely we eat birthday cake during it. It's pretty great, right? But it's made of <laughs> it, but it's made of kale and healthy things. Right? No, it is not. It is actually birthday cake, and it is it's an eye opening experience. Nice. <laughs> You'll love it. Nice. Uh, well, that sounds great. That sounds like a really good love time. It. Check it out. Realsteps.org is also where you can find all the information, and uh, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna be a part of it at some point. Maybe even we do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't maybe. know. Wouldn't that be wild to have? 
you guys there? Wouldn't it be wild? It would be vulnerable. It would be like Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift coming to your steakhouse in Kansas City. Oh my gosh. You're like, what? Uh, I don't even want to get into which one of us is uh, Taylor Swift. No. (laughs) I don't even want to be the football side of it. Uh, You know what I mean? You know, what's funny is um, I was reading something about that and I thought, wouldn't it be funny? And, and I'm sure this joke has been not joke, but this idea has been talked about, but they should put Taylor Swift on the cover of the next Madden game because she is she is drawing so many viewers every time she's yeah. on that she That'd should be, be on there. Just and then somebody pointed out, though, the picture of her cheering from the. Yeah, from just the doing the like this spot. with the big yeah. man, Madden 94 or whatever. But uh, oh gosh, what, here's what's funny, though. There's a curse associated with that. When you make the cover of Madden, oh, there's yeah. a long-running curse that if yeah. you do, you'll have a bad season after that. You'll have a bad season, or you'll tear a ligament, or you'll blow your knee out, or uh, like there's a whole bunch of those that have happened. It's probably all. I'm, I'm, hey, let me just say this: it is all bullcrap. It's it's also true that a lot of football players get injured. That's really what the problem is. So I don't think she would suffer from it. It's like her next album will be a flop. Or no one will care about her concert anymore. So just put her on Madden, all right? Put her in there. Unless you believe in curses. And I don't. Um, no. Yeah. But can we just all appreciate this, that it's made so many young, middle-aged, and old men angry to have Travis Kelsey reduced to his relationship and not to his profession. Right, just, right. Just a moment of, a little what's weird. that like? Taylor doesn't know. She doesn't know what it's like to have her career second. Yeah. But guess what? <laughs> Every fun. Everyone and their dog with an internet connection has an opinion on that whole relationship. I know. Oh, Who sure. doesn't? That's really Listen, tiring. Can you imagine they're, they're the weight? Denver uh, Sunday. Uh, the Chiefs are playing the Broncos Whoa, here. and uh, Brian! I'm sure, I'm sure old T. Swifty is going to be uh, in attendance. Mm-hmm. She did not come to Minneapolis and we're all bitter. Like we, The mayor oh. even asked, please come. She didn't. I know it was new in the relationship, oh. but... Here's the thing. We were we were Kansas City fans before Taylor Swift because uh, out, my daughter Allie is in love with Patrick Mahomes because he once said he likes ketchup and she likes ketchup. Nice. <laughs> nice. And so she got a T-shirt. It's coming in the mail that just says, just a girl who loves Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> what, a, what a hot take, by the way. I love ketchup. It's so cute. <laughs> Loving the ketchup. Also, his weird side throw is so fun to watch. It is fun to watch. Anyway. Yeah, he's great. Well, we uh, more more on that as as the as the season continues. <laughs> as the relationship continues. Yes, and then next week we'll uh, have another one of these. Wendy, thanks so much for hanging out yeah. with us. Real stuff story. Everybody, guys. go check it out. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Right. You too. Bye. Bye. So cool. See you, Wendy. Bye. Okay. Did that kick her out? It did. Yeah, it did, and I'm still here. So I like when she brings her mom to the games. I think that's cool. You oh, know? it's totally cool. Yeah. She well, seems like a sweet uh, lady. It's not Taylor Swift's mom, right? It's it's Travis Kelsey's mom that Taylor Swift is hanging out with. I thought she went with her mom once. Did she bring her mom? Okay. Because I know the sure. photos I've been seeing were of her with uh, Travis Kelsey's mom. With mom. Let me see if I... Because maybe I'm attributing yeah. the wrong momship here. Uh, well, that's definitely a lady. I think she came to a game. But also, she, you're right. She's hanging out with the other mom a lot. You know, I just that's just a nice thing. I think it's great. Look at these moms hanging out with the new girlfriend, uh, soaking in their own money. You know, yeah, yeah. They're all loaded. <laughs> I'd vote. I'd vote for Taylor Swift. If she ever ran for something. I like her. She's nice. I do too. She's a, she seems to be an incredibly smart businesswoman. Yeah. Really, <laughs> and it really seems like genuinely nice, which I respect. Yeah. Uh, the best we can tell from here. Anyway, let's get out of here. A quick reminder, Coverville today at 1 p.m. 
uh, Coverville. Right. 10,000 uh, of the maniacs. That's right. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Coverville for that live. If you want to watch Core Live, you can watch it on Twitch or YouTube live at 5 p.m. Uh, tonight. So me and the boys back together talking games. We've got a lot to, to discuss and uh, suss through. So come check it out with us. That'll be live tonight at 5 p.m. And then play date tomorrow at 10 a.m. for anyone in the TMS community. Even if you're not a patron, you can come to this thing. Patrons will get first stab at getting into games, but there's oftentimes a hole here or there where somebody can get in randomly. You can also play in the audience. Uh, we're going to check out the new Jackbox stuff and then oh, probably great. finish off with a little bit of that scary mode in uh, Among Us. Oh, Claire got to you, huh? Well, it's it feels like a Halloween. It does. It feels like we thing. need to play one of those one one round. Plus, yeah, one uh, round. No I, I always want the random spinner to land on me. I want the I want the spin the bottle to pick me to be the uh, the scary monster that has to run around. Have the you ship not and Have you not done that yet? Is the, is uh, the no, oh, it's so much fun. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty crazy the way it works for yep. for the person who's the who's it. I guess. I anyway, it. it's really good. And then film sack Sunday, The Exorcist. Uh, will be the film we're watching. Speaking of which, Tanner slotted that in based on uh, Brian's recommendation yesterday. So they are going to start early Friday yeah. at three, I believe he said, or is it four like mountain? Three is the right. Three is the exorcist, if I remember correctly. Yeah, three mountain, I believe, or five. Sorry, four mountain. Four wait, mountain is that what it is? Wait, now I got it. He told me and I forgot. Three p.m. Mountain on Friday, The Exorcist. There we go. The Exorcist. Um, we'll start, and then they got a whole lineup going. Check out Discord for details. Uh, if you want to hang out and watch movies, I I won't be watching it with people because uh, I can't. If I'm doing film sack, I can't be there when people are commenting on it because I'm afraid I'm going to look at what they comment on and accidentally use it for for film sack. No, hundred percent. Like, yeah, like uh, yeah. Same here. I don't. I um, plus I got to capture clips and all that. I can't. I can't be part oh, of yeah, that viewing. Of well, plus I have a show. I uh, I'll be right in the middle of. Play retro when the, when you guys start anyway. So even if I wanted, we couldn't. Me and Dunaway you could so. do it even if you wanted to. Yeah. Anyway, enjoy that. Uh, that's it for us. Patreon.com/slash/tms. Please come support us. We're heading toward the end of another month, and it's a great time to jump on board if you haven't already. For as low as a dollar a month, check that out at Patreon.com/slash/tms. Brian, let's play a song and get out of here. What do you got? Sure. This one, uh, another one that was a long time coming. Missed this one on the 14th, but getting to it now. Mike Crowley wrote in and said, B and S, I approached my 50th birthday on 1014 with fear of being old, but excitement for making another decade here and with my family. Unfortunately, on the 13th, my 15-year-old Shepherd Lab mix started having some major GI issues. We knew he had had some problems in recent years with his liver, so we were worried this, the inevitable end was coming. Fast forward to 1 a.m. on my birthday, he started crying uncontrollably and other things I'll limit details on. 90 minutes later, we were at the local uh, ER, the vet ER, where nobody ever wants to be for putting him at rest from his pain. Our pup's name was Jedi and was mine, my wife's, and especially my 18-year-old son's bud for almost his entire life. Feels like yesterday we were bringing him home from the adoption event. Please play something that has some connection to Star Wars, uh, as the word name Jedi will always hit differently from now on for me. Signed, mm. Mike Crowley. Oh, man, I'm so sorry to hear that. But also, happy yeah. birthday, one way or the other there. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, uh, man, you know, Scott and I have both experienced that kind of loss, and uh hurts like hell. hurts way more than you think it is going to be. You think it's going to, yeah. especially, you know, when you bring them home from the shelter. You, you never think ahead of time. It's like, well, I'm just bringing, I'm just bringing home heartache in 15 years or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, you never think about that the day you get them, do you? 
No, no. But you know what? You gave them, uh, you gave uh, Jedi the best life he ever had, he could have had, and uh, good on you for doing that. Yep. Um, how about uh, everybody's favorite Jedi, Yoda? Um, this is uh, from one of my favorite Star Wars cover albums of all time. My favorite, of course, being the one Andrew Allen did, Live from the Cantina. Mm. But this, uh, this is a runner-up. Uh, ukulele Force, Star Wars cover is done ukulele style. This is performed by some Japanese name that I cannot read. Just little symbols. It is Yoda's theme, and it's on the ukulele, and really, what more do you need than that? Uh, going out to Jedi and to Mike Crowley. frogpants.com I like what I do Oh well we 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.